0: Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, good morning. Man, the tradition continues two years in a row now. Big fans of the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time, I see. All of you coming out in droves. Huge crowds for the fourth Sunday. Now, obviously, we got uh, big, big crowds this morning because, as uh, Mr. Chaplicki said, our principal over at Sacred Heart, we've got our, the open house over at Sacred Heart School after Mass as we kick off for Catholic Schools Week. So... I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to return the topic of Catholic education and our school in general in just a moment, but I want to direct our attention to the gospel that we just heard Deacon proclaim that I think is a perfect segue in some ways um, to uh, this whole idea of Catholic schools and Catholic education, not simply because we've got a possessed person. Um, Some of you are like, I get it. The teachers are like, yeah, possess kids. We get it. Yeah, makes sense. No, that's not why. That's not why. This is what we hear in the opening lines of the gospel. The, The disciples, they came to Capernaum, and on the Sabbath, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught, and he taught. We encounter Jesus, the teacher, today. And what distinguishes him as a teacher, the crowds recognize, the people in the synagogue recognize, they say that he teaches with authority. With authority, what does that mean? I just want you to sit with that word for just a second. Let it kind of swirl around in your mind and your heart. What connotations does it bring up? Is it negative? Is it positive? So depending on our experiences, authority, the word authority can have a lot of different uh, connotations. This is what really, though, the word means. In the, in the actual Greek, the word is exousia. Exousia. Usia is Greek for, for nature or being. Ex meaning out of, right? So Jesus, he's teaching and it's flowing out of his own being, out of his own being. In the Latin, the word authority comes from actor. It's where we also get the word author. It's related to the word authorship, right? The one who has the author's rights, right? This book, it flowed out of my being, right? You can see the relationship between the exousia and actor. They all kind of come together. So Jesus' authority that we see in this gospel, it's, it's not just because as God, he is the ground, the inspiration for the inspired text, and he has the authority to def, you know, definitively interpret them. It's not just simply, he's like, yeah, I wrote Jeremiah, so like, you know, I can tell you about it. That's not simply what it is. His teaching has authority because he is the author of the whole show. He's the author of creation, he's the author of the whole story. He's the author most importantly for us, he's the author of your story. He's the author of your story, he's the author of your humanity. He's the author of your heart, he's the author of your desires. That's who he is. He's he's the he's the writer. You are the story. He's the poet. You are the poem. That's how this goes. We are the beauty that flows out of his heart, he's the author. But there's another voice, there's another voice, there's another character on the stage of creation who we also encounter in this gospel, right? The enemy, the enemy who is allied with the world and together the enemy and the world, they're vying for the same author's rights over us. The enemy is vying for the right to tell us who we are. The enemy is vying for the right to tell us who we are. In many ways, the battle of prayer, the battle of the spiritual life, until we die, is going to be a battle of who gets to tell you who you are? Whose voice is determinative of identifying you? Who gets to tell you who you are? Who gets to tell you what your life means? Who gets to tell you your story Truly, because there is, another, there is another one besides God who wants to narrate your life and tell you the meaning of your story, to tell you the meaning of your life. And this, friends, if I can put it this way, I would argue this is the great work, this is the great contribution of Catholic education in our modern age, which is an age of intense confusion, right? In a Catholic school, unlike any other school, in a Catholic school, Christ the teacher is deliberately present. He's intentionally present. It's not just the voices of the scribes who have opinions, who have theories. It's Christ the teacher who is present. He alone is the one who has the authority to speak into the depths of our hearts and answer the most pressing questions, like the questions that are burning in the hearts of young people, especially today, more than ever before. He's the one who has the authority. In the first year of his papacy, when Pope St. John Paul II was the Holy Father, he came to the United States in 1979, and he came to New York City, and he spoke to a huge gathering of Catholic high school students at Madison Square Garden. It's a funny image. I love, I love picturing the Pope in Madison Square Garden. I think that's pretty cool. So gather gathered this huge crowd of Catholic high school students at Madison Square Garden, and in the beginning of that address, he started by telling them, he said, I want to tell you why. The church expends so much energy and so many resources to provide a Catholic education for you. I want to tell you why. He says this, the answer is a person. The answer is a person, quote, Jesus Christ. The church wants to communicate Christ to you. He goes on to say, this is what education is all about. This is the meaning of life. To know Christ. To know Christ as a friend. Why? Because to know Him, it's not like knowing other things. It's not like I know the Pythagorean theorem, I know uh, the founding of the Roman Empire, I know who killed Julius Caesar, and I know Jesus. It's not like He's one fact among many. He is the Logos, right? He is the Word made flesh. He is the truth that is true. Wherever we find truth, He is the ground and the source of truth. He's the meaning of everything. To know Him is to not just know one fact among many. It's to know the most important thing. It's the, the unum necessarium, the one necessary thing. It's to know the authority. For our young people, for your kids, for the kids... That are growing up today, there is an all-out assault against their hearts and against their minds trying to claim authority, trying to claim authority, vying for the right to tell them who they are, what they're worth, where their worth comes from, what their life should be about, what will bring them happiness. All of these things. Like never before in the history of humanity have we struggled so much to know who we are. We're living through an anthropological crisis right now. We are struggling to understand what does it mean to be human? Who am I? Where do I come from? Are there satisfactory answers to these most pressing questions? John Paul II, he said to those young people, and listen, his voice, even though it's like five decades old, it still resonating through through the decades, and it's still true today. This is what he said to them. This is what he's saying to us. When you wonder about the mystery of yourself, and who hasn't, right? Who hasn't? Like, what young person hasn't wondered? What young person isn't wondering about the mystery of himself or herself, right? Especially adolescents. Who's not wondering that? When you wonder about the mystery of yourself, look to Christ, who gives you the meaning of life. When you wonder what it means to be a mature person, look to Christ who is the fullness of humanity. Friends, in about as succinct a way as possible, that that is what is happening, unbelievably, in our Catholic school. The wonderful teachers who are here with us this morning, our wonderful teachers and staff, they're not merely scribes, to bring it back to the gospel. They're not merely scribes. There is a space in our school. There's a space in their classrooms. There's a space in the day for Christ the teacher to speak, authoritatively into the lives and the hearts, into the imaginations and the hopes and the dreams and the fears and the struggles of our young people. like The beauty of Christ, which is the beauty behind everything beautiful, the beauty of Christ is accessible. It's available. It's perceptible in our school. And our students are able to look to Christ when they are wondering about the mystery of themselves. Our school has become... A place where students meet Jesus. As thanks to so much of what you do. It's a place where they meet Jesus. It's not simply a place where they just talk about Jesus. It's a place where they meet Jesus. and I don't think there's anything greater that could be said than that about a Catholic school. They're, they've met him. They, they feel him there. Their, their hearts are being set aflame in love of Jesus and love of the faith perceiving that this is beautiful and meaningful and it's answering the question of what is the meaning of my life. So as Mr. Chapliki said, our principal, immediately after Mass, we've got the open house over at this school and I'm begging you, even though it's rainy and crummy and gross, I'm begging you to go across the street and go over to the school to go check it out. There's some amazing things that you get to see over in the school. You get to see our wonderful teachers who will be over there. They're beautiful classrooms. You'll come see our Marian apparition exhibits. Our sixth-grade sixth theology students have been uh, working real hard to put on these Marian apparition exhibits. We, we picked five different little-known Marian apparitions. They'll be spread throughout the school. There'll be pamphlets leading you to different locations. Come learn about one of these Marian apparitions that has changed the course of history. Like, do you know that Mary appeared in Cabejo? I didn't, and I'm a priest, okay? Come over there, learn about that. Come check out the newly renovated. If you've not been over to the school in a while, come check out the newly renovated and incredibly beautified third floor. It's unbelievable. The art that's on the walls, it looks nothing like what it used to look like, and you can see how putting the accent mark on beauty has really made a big difference. You're going to run into some of the students' living saints walking around the halls. You can ask them their stories, find out more about why they chose those saints, and if those aforementioned reasons are not enticing enough, guys, there's donuts over there, okay? <laughs> I will tell every one of your children that there are donuts over there. <laughs> I just want to re- echo something that Mr. Ciaplicki said in his remarks, and I just think it's really important. That this past year, the state of Ohio, passed some incredible legislation for private schools, Christian schools, Catholic schools, significantly expanding the Ed Choice program. So what does that mean for us? That if you are a parishioner, if you are a parishioner who just hasn't been able to consider sending your children to Sacred Heart over the past few years because of financial burden, even though you've wanted to, the EdChoice program now makes it possible. It's been incredibly expanded. And I know you've heard us harping uh, on the Angel Scholarship in the past year or so. We've been harping on it because it's incredible what it's giving us too. So the EdChoice in conjunction with Angel Scholarship and some other scholarships, what I'm getting at is that like, everybody essentially is qualifying for significant tuition assistance. We're talking significant, dramatic tuition assistance making this possible, putting it within reach. If that's something you want to talk to and learn more about, talk to Mr. Chapliki, talk to Mary Gijic over in the parish office. And I just want to end with this. Back to John Paul II, my great hero. He said this, again to those young people, to us. With the aid of your Catholic education, you have received the greatest of gifts, the knowledge of Christ, Of this gift, St. Paul wrote and said, I believe nothing can happen that will outweigh the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For him, I have accepted the loss of everything and I look on everything as so much rubbish if only I can have Christ and be given a place in him. Amen.